Don't be sad that Dead and Company's over. I you won't. know, you can still have that feeling of having the Grateful Dead family cook you food that you had on lot. Even better. Where? Here in Portland and in Denver when you go to Fire on the Mountain. Cool. That's right. Fire on the Mountain has the best chicken wings and pizza and burgers and beer and And desserts desserts. (laughs) on the whole. Pickle spears. You even said it right. (laughs) Yes. Far out, man. They're so good. Yeah. It's the Grateful Dead family here in your hometown cooking you up food from their heart to your belly making it feel good if you're not in one of these hometown fire on the mountain states you can still indulge in their hot sauce and their merch uh portlandwings.com that's right and you can follow them on instagram at fotmpdx and fotm denver like we said there's three locations here in portland two locations in denver and there's all kinds of specials every month you want to go to instagram and see what they're cooking up for the family. The last thing they're cooking up is a new location in Bend, 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 Oregon. You are excited right now because you are going to have fire on the mountain. And you know what? It's okay, everybody. Dead and Company's over. It's cool. Just go have dinner at Fire on the Mountain. You'll have the feeling of being on lot, but like elevated to a more culinarily um, sophisticated experience <laughs> for the the connoisseuring deadhead. Yeah, and you'll be much more comfortable. Yeah, climate mm. controlled. Yeah. So go yeah. check it out. Fire on the Mountain. You can go anywhere online and buy clothing, and that's boring. Don't be boring. Go to Shop Tour <laughs> Bus and get yourself some Grateful Dead-inspired merch from the coolest people on the planet. You know, Shop Tour Bus has been a sponsor of No Simple Road for over five years, and we never met until last week. And I can uh, tell you that these are gem human beings. This is beings. the cream of the crop of humanity. Yeah. Sending you beautifully designed merch from... Shop tour bus. That's right. Right out of their mind holes. Yeah, and they don't just take it and throw it in a boring box or an envelope that gets thrown on your porch. They put it in a beautifully inspired lyric box that just has all over print lyric box. Yes, with all kinds of doodads and goodies. You can get action figures, gums, and some people get a miracle bootleg Bootleg. with a pencil to spool that if you understand that. Just so you understand the gravity and weight of what we're talking about, we're talking about a real live Grateful Dead cassette tape bootleg that's been traded around the Grateful Dead family forever and ends up in your hands magically somehow by a miracle. That's why they. Call I mean, it a we're miracle. in 2023 and they're still trading tapes, and so they're in good shape. I have several shape. of them. It it carries magic. On it that. does carry magic, and the box carries magic. And you're going to get extra magic when you put in the promo code No Simple Road, all one word, when you're checking out because free you're going to get free shipping. Yay, free, shipping. free shipping. So go. Go check out shoptourbus.com and follow them on Instagram at shoptourbus. You could just go to a venue that you've never been to before, sure. Absolutely. You, you can totally do we've that. We've done it all the time. We have done that. And then we've made the mistake of like sitting in the wrong place or parking in the wrong lot. Or bringing a bag that's bigger or not clear so I can't get my stuff in. And here's the deal. We didn't have to do that. We could have gone to our sponsor, VenueLama. VenueLama.com. And looked at a bunch of reviews that other people have already given about these venues and found out all the intel that we needed to know to have an even better elevated show experience. VenueLama.com is where live music fans share helpful venue insider 
reviews and information based on their own experiences. So this is a place where pro showgoers like you and I can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful venue intel with one another. Head over to VenueLlama.com today. That's V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A.com today and sign up for your free Llama account and start reviewing venues today. You can even put photos in the Llama gallery, add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, website, or podcast to the Friends page. It's a pretty amazing interactive community they have going. They even have their own podcast. And they also have they have their own YouTube channel that puts up all kinds of good nuggets from the past. Yeah. So it's it's look, it's not just about rating venues anymore. It's a whole thing that's happening. Well, and just help spread the word. They're in the beginning phases and they need as many participants as possible so that we can have an awesome concert going experience. Yeah, you know, don't be that guy that like always is on the reviews like on yelp you're using all the reviews for the restaurants to decide where to go eat but you're not the guy that ever puts a review up don't be that person go to venuelama.com today sign up for your free llama account start rating and reviewing venues and giving people the helpful information that they need okay venuelama.com be cool man No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. still feel a little bit like you're at fair yes just a little bit yeah i definitely feel the magic of fair it lives in my heart it's it's like christmas magic but different and i I think part of us is there that kind of said that once you've been there you leave a little bit of yourself there to apple you definitely left part of yourself there yeah behind the porta potties (laughs) and by the phoenix and hey now scattered all around no simple road family this is aaron this is Apple. And it is Mel. And we are back for another episode of No Simple Road with our guest this week, Trevor, Trevor Hall. Hall. Wow. Thank you, Trevor, for hanging out with us. Trevor, thank you. What a beautiful 
beautiful conversation, just like your albums, a beautiful conversationalist and so insightful and calming. And his his album, this this is good timing because it comes out pretty soon. It comes out September 15th, Trevor Hall and the Great In-Between. And they, he just released a, another one of the singles. You can listen to three of the songs now. Shake It Out just came out like, oh, by the time you hear this, about about a week ago. So go check that out. You will not be disappointed. I, I love the fact that we now know what the great in-between is. How would you describe the great in-between? I'm not going to ruin it. It's part of this conversation that we're about to play for everybody. I don't want to spoil the fun, Mel. All right, fine. But yeah, and here's another really cool thing that happened between the time that we did this interview and now we found out that we're going to be at Cascade Equinox Festival with Trevor Trevor Hall Hall and the great in-between. Yeah, man. No Simple Road is going to be covering the festival. Looks like we're going to be doing a live podcast there. And uh, we have a ticketing link up at nosimpleroad.com. You can also go to Cascade Equinox. Uh, there is time to prepare for it because it is September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in Redmond, Oregon. It's going to be amazing. This is, it's <laughs> CascadeEquinox.com is the website that you go to for tickets if you don't feel like going to nosimpleroad.com. I get it. I mean, Come to nosimpleroad.com. You can do that. Whatever. But here's the deal. This is put on by Four Peaks and Gem and Jam. These people know how to throw a festival, and this is the first one of its kind here. And I've never been to Redmond. Me either. And from okay. what I'm gathering from the posts that they're making and the um, the website and the information that's there, this is a different kind of a music festival. This is a music festival elevated. There is all kinds of stuff going on okay. at this like music art camping a marketplace workshops a kid zone carnival rides culinary commons boutique camping a healing sanctuary yoga craft cocktails late nights and much more so yeah i'm pretty stoked that no simple road is booked for well, this. and then the grounds that it's going to be on the deschutes county fairgrounds uh if you go over to at Cascade underscore Equinox and check it out, you can see photos of it. It is pretty dope looking with mountains all around, snow-capped mountains. It just looks like it's going to be beautiful. You're a snow-capped mountain. I kind of am a snow-capped mountain. You are. <laughs> look, at my, look at my hair. It is. That's why I said I it. really like how the lineup really includes a lot of different um, genres. It I, I can't say that it leans one way or another here. No, this like is some a very are like, balanced festival. Yeah, it's so not leany. No, it's not like EDM. It's not a jam. It's not bluegrass. It is has so many different... Uh, Do we read any of the people that are going to be there? No. Aside from Trevor? Mm-mm. All right, so Trevor Hall, Pretty Lights, Goose, Big Wild, Phantogram, um, Dig, uh, emancipation oh, look at that digging dirt fruition lpgov i mean there's a Our lot he's aggy that's right i mean i can't read the font yak attack's gonna be there oh, shit. high step society oh, yeah. less special one of my faves yeah, lots we, of nsr alumni at this absolutely fest. and you know what it i love when things work out like this that you our conversation with trevor was so comfortable and so cool and fun and we all wanted to hang out yeah. afterwards. And then now we're going to have the opportunity to 
hang out together. So it's cool. And it does happen most of the time, not every single time, but most of the time when we um, have somebody on, it ends up that we just want to like hang out, like maybe like hug it out afterwards or like get lunch after. And with Trevor, it was no exception. It felt like come on and hang over, bring the baby and Emery and let's, let's do their thing. Yeah. Um, this was, came to us through our friend, Emily Ginsberg and, uh, Emily is never wrong. She's an excellent curator (laughs) of stuff. It's like, okay. Yeah. And I got to be honest, I wasn't familiar with Trevor's music until Emily sent him. And I listened to one track and was like, yep. Let's have him on the show. Mm-hmm. And then, well, and then, then your friend. Well, yeah, uh, Brooke came over. We were having a great time. And I can't even remember how we brought it up. But I was like, oh, yeah, we had this. Maybe I said so we you, have some. You put it on. I was out there. Oh. You, you put it on out on the patio. And she started singing along with the song. And we both thought we like looked at each huh? other and looked at Brooke. <laughs> And like, what you know about Trevor well, Hall? And she's, and she's like, like, I know all you? about. Yeah, she's like, what do you know with her attitude? What do you know about Trevor Hall? And then she was stoked yeah, that we well, had him on. She said that her brother had introduced him her to him years back, um, going to festivals and just knowing about him and loved his music. And I believe one of his songs is the one that her and Keaton walked down the aisle to. Yeah, and one of the reasons that I wanted to have him on, aside from his music, is. He has a super interesting life Mm -hmm. story. Yes, he does. Really suck the marrow out of life and lived many lifetimes in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And it's a very interesting and compelling story for following your bliss and your passion in this world. This is a great one for everybody, but especially like for young people starting out in the music business because he learned some lessons early on Mm -hmm. that you're going to hear about here and a little guidance. And has been all around the world traveling so you know what instead of us telling you about the conversation you're about to listen to let's just (laughs) do the business and then we'll start the interview and then you'll hear all the stuff that we were going to talk about anyway does that sound good sounds good to me yeah there's a couple highlights so first of all i want to announce again that No Simple Road on August 30th is going to be performing live at Ophelia's Electric Soapbox woo, woo, woo. in Denver, Colorado and kicked off the Fish Dicks Week with Andy Frasco. It's going to be amazing. And his world-saving podcast. We are going to be live at Ophelia's. You can get tickets now at um, nosimpleroad.com. There's a ticketing link there. Click through, get yourself a ticket. I checked today because I do stuff like that sometimes to see how the tickets were selling. Yeah. And you better go get tickets is oh, all really? I have to say. Yeah. Wow. Go get tickets right now if you're planning on And coming. I just want to say a huge thank you to the Edible Beats and their fantastic restaurants and for hosting us um, coming up in this August 30th. We love the Edible Beats. We are super excited. We love Justin and can't wait and look forward to going there. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a call with Frasco later in the week so that we Sweet. can figure out what we're going to do when we're down there. And if you guys aren't sure what you want to eat, I have all their menus memorized from all their locations. <laughs> I'll take some I recommendations. Have, I, I do. I look at their stuff weekly and it's just oh, salivate over their delicious food. Um, right. And then also, like we said, we are going to be at Cascade Equinox Festival. And uh, you can get your tickets at CascadeEquinox.com or you can go to NoSimpleRoad.com. Speaking of NoSimpleRoad.com, that's www.NoSimpleRoad.com. You can get NSR merch there. You could sign up for our newsletter. You can get a tarot reading from Mel and I. Sign up, hook yourself up. 
we'll do an hour with you with the Grateful Dead tarot deck. And uh, it is where the world of No Simple Road converges. Our calendar of events has been revamped. Yeah, so the website looks good. Where we're going to be hanging out, what we're going to be doing, that's all up there now. And uh, yeah, that's the No Simple Road website. Follow us on all the social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at No Simple Road. And hey, if you're not part of the No Simple Road Patreon, I feel sorry for you, man. Mm-hmm. Don't you're missing sorry. out. I do. You're missing out. You're missing out on a bunch of content, articles by us, polls, jokes, <laughs> interaction with the No Simple Road community. Interviews with our listeners is Side one of the roads. coolest things to hear now is to get to know everybody a little better. Yep. So posted you, baby pictures up. I know. You could see you could see pictures of me leading worship when I was like twenty five. With a no, tw- you, we got married when we were 26, so okay, 26. You're probably 27, yeah, whatever. In my 20s, leading worship, <laughs> it's a silly ass picture. Being cute. Um, yeah, so you're missing out on all that content, you're rocking it. plus the side roads with producer Corey interviewing people. Just go interact, check with it the out, Road family. Go to Patreon, it's worth a buck, guys. It's literally worth a dollar. Patreon.com it, forward slash no road. You can't buy much for a dollar no. nowadays, and when you, but get, you can like, buy content, Patreon. like, ain't yeah there a was dollar a, two I was dollars listening to another podcast today and the guest that was on the show has a website where he sells like um uh speeches that he does like talks and he kept saying for the price of a cup of coffee you can go to blah 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 dot com and get my <laughs> speech with it so for the price of a cup of coffee, you're getting all this extra content. No, for the Way price, less than a coffee. No, for the price of a, a nectarine. I was going to say, where, <laughs> where, where are you going to get a cup of coffee for a dollar? And if you could, it's not going to be good. Uh, okay. <clears throat> True that. Anyway, that's Patreon. You get the idea. Also, we have a tepid line. It's a hotline. Tepid line. But it's not hot. It's lukewarm. It's tepid. Operators are not standing by. It is 971-808-1524. Yeah, you heard that right. We said it. And we do have a call from you-know-who this week. Hang on a second. No simple road. Come out and play. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is California Dave. Uh, love you guys. <laughs> Miss you since uh, No Monday show this week. And... Uh, just wanted to say hello Hi, from uh, California. What's up, buddy? It's freaking hot here this week. <laughs> it's like in the ninety high 90s where I'm at, and I'm driving around the Bay Area here, hitting a little bit of cooler weather. But uh, that's an update from uh, from my life, guys, real quick. Love you. Miss you. Uh, can't wait for the Friday show. Enjoy. I hope things are going well for you guys. And you're recovering from whatever adventures you've been on. I know you did the uh, Oregon Fair, uh, and maybe you're yeah. recuperating from that. So yes, uh, yes. looking forward to a recap from there as well from you guys. Have a great day. Have a loving day. And mm-hmm. I hope that everybody treats you guys with kindness today Aww. and every day. You too, man. Hey, Dave. You too. I, I got one more. Hold on. I got one more. Hi, NSR family. It's David. Um, I am calling today because I've listened to a couple episodes. Uh, the Monday Rewind was fabulous. I really loved you guys' rundown on the Oregon County Fair. It really makes me want to take that trip up there next year and uh, go explore the, yeah, the, the um, festivities. <laughs> um 
And then the second uh, reason, which really is why I called, uh, the other episode, as you know, I'm listening to older episodes, and I listened to Ryder's episode. And I just want to say that, and you guys all have said you can't wait to meet in real life. And I would like to add to that, that I hope that when we do, that Ryder is there as well. Um, Because I've found things that he's said on the show are so prescient and so um, knowledgeable and, and, and wise beyond, I think his years. Um, I think that Ryder really is love and he is, uh, no simple roads, Gandalf. Uh, he may not have brought you guys together. He may not have um, been the inspiration for the show. But I believe he really does hold that Gandalf role in the no simple road world. Wow. Uh, where he can be the voice of reason and well, maybe not reason. But yeah, no. um, <laughs> he seems a lot like like the glue at times. Aww, uh, holding all of all of you guys. Uh, I yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I hope Ryder's there when we finally do meet. David, I love so you guys. Right. I hope that everybody out there in the no simple no simple road family is having a splendid loving and blessed day today i love you guys i love all of you out there and i hope that everyone is uh enjoying life and if you're not smile it'll fucking get better (laughs) especially if you're a member of the no simple road fam oh david you Wow. Gem of a human yeah. right there. First, I love that you started off the first one with the Warriors reference. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yep. And we, uh, whenever we do meet, man, we will make sure that Ryder is, is available. Ryder would love to know that he has been ganned off in someone's eyes. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll, that, make he sure, we'll make sure really he proud hears to hear this. That. And you're not far off base about, no, Ryder wasn't the cause of the show or, you know, anything like that. But Ryder definitely has a anchoring effect. on. Grounding, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's very grounding and he has a special insight and you know what? You're right. He is wise beyond his years. He's been through a lot growing up, seen a lot and he's grown up really like in these past seven years that we've been in Oregon in such a strong and respectable way with integrity and, He's figuring himself out, man, and and I know that he'd appreciate hearing everything that you said. So thank you for for talking on Ryder's behalf. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll make sure that he hears this. And he is, I mean, he is so loving and yeah. awesome. You, you you'll end up meeting him. Yeah, you hit the nail on the and, head, and he'll love that comparison because yeah. he does sit on the patio and smoke his his pipe too, and, and he everything. Is a huge and he is nerd, just like yeah, the rest he's of very us. into fantasy. Yep. And so anyway, that is. The Tepid Line, 971 That's how you do it. 1524 Thank you again, David, for being part of the family. We love you, man. Uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We yeah. don't have any July still. No, no, Dang. no. Come no. on, man. 
no, we got no June I'm starting and to get my no feelings July. Right now. Yeah. yeah, like for real. Come on, everybody. I mean, what's it going to take? Ask him, Mel. Maybe if you ask. I mean, I don't like telling people what to do. I want you to feel led and like feel good about it. Like I'm just doing this because it's like you shut the hell up. You know what? <laughs> That's no. Fine. The Aaron's down for that, but I want you to really want to do it. And when you really do it, that's dope. It feels good to us. It helps other people find out about it. And it's always there. It's there forever. So people can go back and be like, dang, no simple road. You know, this guy likes him. Let me let me take a listen. So, So, yeah, go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review for July. Come on. We got half the month left. And, it you know, if it's you that we're speaking to. Mel asked nice. I mean, she doesn't normally do that, so I'm just saying. And hey, if you if you're not going to do that, at least go out, go tell somebody. I don't like you love. to ask. I like to get. <laughs> <laughs> go tell somebody you love about the show, man. Word word of mouth is the best way to spread the No Simple Road mycelium and to become a member of the No Simple Road family. All you got to do is tell somebody about it, have them listen to the show, and boom, you're in. There's boom. no secret handshake, step or sign. Uh-huh. It's just it's like us. you got to blink that yeah. certain way, especially no, especially if they're sad or something. Put a smile on their face. Yes. Pick out an episode and be like, you need to hear this yep and so that's all the business and we are going to get you to this conversation with an incredibly talented wonderfully human being that is just a gem wonderfully human being yeah wonderful human being is what i meant (laughs) wonderfully wonderful yes that's right that's right wonderfully wonderful all right hey come to cascade and hang out with us it's gonna be fun come see trevor with us yeah it's gonna be a magical time with mountains in the distance and oregon and the whole thing An amazing man. lineup yeah all so, right <clears throat> you ready everybody ready all right here we go without further ado the no simple road crew gives you trevor hall
Yay! <laughs> there we go. Did it. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. The voice of the there ages. Woo! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to sing for that. <laughs> I know. My God. Just show up, man. That's all you got. I do. need I need one of those for the show. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Trevor? How are y'all? I'm good, good, man. man. We're really good. Thanks. Uh, welcome to No Simple Road, Trevor. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is like the first, this is like the first, uh, like, uh, interview talk podcast of like this whole new cycle for me. This, you guys are like kicking it off. Hell yeah. Yeah. What's the new cycle? You just mean the new album or the new Yeah, just the new, the new album and like just, um, it coming out later this year and just, yeah, getting ready to talk about it and just share some stories and you know so uh happy to be here thanks yeah. man yeah. I'm, I'm aaron aaron to um, nice you. to see you i'm mel mel and then i'm apple apple yes. and, where, and where are y'all portland oregon okay cool where are you at uh i'm in boulder Oh man, Colorado, yeah. Where whatever room you're in looks amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. The lighting. This is my yeah. This is my little. Uh, this is the barn. This is where I record and my man cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recognize this was in your new, your, your new video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the new video. Yeah. Right. So, Trevor, for everybody that's listening, why don't you introduce yourself to them so they know who we're talking to? Yeah, my name's Trevor Hall. I'm a I'm a musician, singer, songwriter. Um, I've been playing for a while. I, I started quite young. I started around 16 years old, and um, I'm 36 now. So about 20 years of of doing it. And um, yeah, about to come out with a, a new record record later this year, um, which is. Uh, pretty different than than other ones in the fact that i've um i've like self-produced it i've recorded it here at home and done it all myself so that's exciting for me and um just became a dad a couple Congratulations. years Congratulations! Oh, happy you. parenthood to you thank you and um yeah just uh just another another guy <laughs> well i, I guess well. Yeah, I got to say. I believed everything up until that yeah, last right? night. I was, I was showing them right before we came on to love uh, your photo. She had the cover of the Boulder Lifestyle magazine with the family. Oh, yeah. It, be- yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it was that was that was a first for us. We were weren't sure like, you know, we're kind of introverts and like we thought, oh, like how much do we want to show, you know, of our our spot and everything. But um we were good friends with the, the woman who like runs the magazine. Um, and we just thought it'd be good to like share in our community. And, um, it turned out to be really nice. Turned out to be a fun, a fun day and a, and a fun uh, article. That's a, that's a strange thing that you just said, kind of, cause being a musician and putting yourself out there, you know, yeah. so much, how, how is that different? Oh, it's, it's just the ever evolving, uh, balance, you know, and, and an ever evolving, like, you know, comfort level some moments, you know, you may be, you may be, um, you know, feeling the energy to share and to, and to tell story. And, um, 
but at other moments you 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 feel like uh, perhaps your energy is just too fragile and you mm. need to yeah. retreat you know i think uh i think it's i think it's wise to kind of like um you know just read your own energy but yeah i generally tend to be uh yeah more introverted except when i'm you know on stage and and doing that you know That's so it's kind of funny it's uh, it's just you know, always been that way. The weird, one of the weird dichotomies of being a human being alive on planet earth and having this <laughs> weird existence that we have. <laughs> so the whole experience True. is weird all by itself. Like, I love spicy yeah. food, but I hate jalapeno. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. But I don't I, hate jalapeno. No, though. but I kind of understand where you're coming from because when you talk about your own, like your wife and your child uh, and your home, yeah. it's quite different than talking about your feelings or singing about your craft, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so for sure. I've, you know, I've, I've said this to Aaron before, like we get very open about our own um, struggles and things on the show. But yeah. then when it comes to talking about like my own self in a personal way, I, I definitely can shy mm -hmm. away from, you know, any kind of attention or, or putting yeah. it out there. And it really is kind of like, I like how you said that um, energy can be fragile at times. I, I really like that statement because I, I, it feels that way. It feels like, well, maybe this is okay to share for me, but this really feels like a strain. Mm. So I, yeah. I can't, you know, like uh, to, to kind of marry the two things seems very difficult at times. And yeah, you kind of super, wanna... super difficult. You know, it also depends on the environment too. I was just thinking about that as you were talking, like the environment will, can also dictate that energy, um, like status of, of, Oh, I'm in a, I'm in a environment where I need, feel like I need to kind of, you know, mm protect my energy mm. or I'm, a, or I'm in a, oh, wow. I'm in a very loving and safe space. I know I can, you know, open up my heart, open up that energy. So there's a lot of, you know, things that go into it. Obviously all of us are a little more prone to either being an extrovert or introvert, right. but um, doesn't mean we can't be, you know, we aren't both at different times in yeah. our lives, but. Is it difficult know. to find the, the balance of that for yourself when, you're creating music I, I would imagine it would be because it's such a personal thing that you're putting mm -hmm. out especially the music that you make it's very um it's, co it's coming it's all from, reflective it's coming from your heart 100 percent. yeah yeah it's weird you know i don't really feel i feel like music is one of those safe environments mm -hmm. so my heart naturally kind of just opens and um that's why it's so healing, you know? Right. Um, so it's funny, like I don't feel restricted at all in, in my writing or song or anything like that. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, maybe a little bit here and there, if it's something like intensely, intensely personal, but right. usually, usually that's not the case with, with music, but it's funny. Like if you were going to ask me about it, I might, I might, be different right yeah you no know, it's just it's just how the language i guess can can come out i That's guess really you know? cool i i, yeah. I want to go back to what you said in the beginning about being in the business at 16 years old man that yeah it, it, what what got you started and made you want to do it in the first place that young because that's that's young to like head first into music it's a grinder so i'm curious yeah 
I think I asked myself the same question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what were you thinking, Trevor, this bro? is your, <laughs> your oh voice. Oh, my God, dude. What were you thinking? Um, but it wasn't, you know, it just happened kind of so naturally. You know, I was just, my dad's a musician. Um, and so music was always in the house, around the house. I grew up just kind of banging on everything. And... Um, eventually gravitated towards guitar because it was kind of the 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 instrument for like a singer songwriter typical thing to write your own songs i guess mm -hmm. and uh and then um you know i just uh, i grew up in like a really um beautiful place but not a lot of access to artistic expression or even emotional freedom you know like it it wasn't um in touch yet i think as yeah. into touch with th that yet so the music was like being an emotional kid in that environment was hard so the music became that safe mm. you know i guess place and um and so i was just spitting out songs like all the time you know right and um and it just you know i just i don't know we recorded an album for my 16th birthday just to like pass out to friends and stuff and wasn't thinking at all about like doing this for my life or anything. It just, it just happened, you know? And before I knew it, it was like, whoa, I guess this is, I guess I'm doing this, you know? Uh, yeah. It's, it, it, it's always really interesting to me to hear stories like that to, especially with musicians where like music, chose you kind mm -hmm. of thing. And, and I know that the business is difficult. And like we said, going into it at 16 is, is wild. Yeah. And, uh, but you got signed to a major label mm -hmm. pretty early on, right? Yeah. Like I, my senior year of high school, um, signed the deal, like graduated high school and, you know, moved into like my own apartment, oh, you know, for, for the very first time. And, um, had like a shitload of money, you know, way, way too much for, 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 for a young kid like myself, you know, um, and, you know, was living alone, you know, um, it was if that, that time, I mean, it's like people ask like, Oh, what was that time? Like when you signed your deal, it was actually quite a like depressing time for mm -hmm. myself because I was so lonely, mm -hmm. um, I was like all of a sudden, like the fresh meat, you know, in this like yeah. big major label and everybody's telling me how I should look and how I should sound. And, Fuck. you know, and you're like this kid just trying to like, you know, figure out who they are. But, um, Trevor, it was, it was tough. Yeah. It was a tough time. How about, like you said, your dad was a musician, like during this yeah. time when you signed, like, was there like some good advice or like, what was, what was that? Oh like yeah. Him? I definitely had, I definitely had, you know, my parents have always been like 110% just supportive. Um, and they were, they were there, you know, helping me in this transition like through the whole thing we're flying out to like you know stay for a few months at a time and in california there you know i grew up in south carolina they live in south carolina so um it was a long way for them um but 
despite all that, you know, when they left, you yeah, know, you're still alone. And, I, and I'm alone, you know, I'm not, in, I didn't go to college. So I didn't have any place like that to meet anybody. I, um, I was, I was underage. I couldn't go out to like clubs or bars to meet anybody. Yeah. And, and are you really going to meet like super genuine friends at a club <laughs> or a bar? I don't know. Anyway. So it was just like, it was just a tough time. Yeah, you know? sounds so, isolating. It was tough. It was tough. And I was hanging out with like, you know, people twice my age, you know, Wow. Um, you know, because that's who I was around. I was around like all these like industry people. And so, yeah, it was kind of a wild time, but it, it, I, I see the, I see like kind of how crazy it was, like as time goes on, mm-hmm. like when, it, like as I'm getting older <laughs> and like, I like, or and now I'm a dad, you know, like I look back and I was like, whoa like that was fucking crazy what were you thinking like (laughs) doing that like you know so people think like oh you you're a musician you got a record deal really early like that's the dream man you know what i mean but the yeah for sure what dream and reality are are two completely fucking different things in life and dreams can turn into nightmares (laughs) and dreams and dreams can turn into nightmares you know (laughs) shit yeah and i I just uh it definitely did like turn into a nightmare in the sense of like um being in that machine and like then like eventually being dropped from the label and like just going through the whole thing but it was all for it was all so necessary to happen and it was all for the growth and um the learning and but it's yeah it's just wild yeah were you that, i'm sorry were you musically productive during that time like was it because you were oh, maybe yeah. like isolated you had more you know i, I was, guess yeah i was so musically productive like the guitar has always been like my best friend and um i was you know, I, I had recorded a whole record for that major label. And then um, there was some like changes in positions and everything kind of got shuffled and that album got shelved. And then this new like president of the label came along and um, was like, you know, I don't like that album. I want you to record another album. So I recorded like a whole nother album. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, was just about to deliver that record. Um, and they dropped me like a month before it was going to come out. So then that record got shelved as well. And so it was like, I was writing as many, cause I was trying to put out some music, you know, and that was this frustrating thing was like, you know, having somebody else in charge of like not being a, of having somebody else who really doesn't know me at all. You know, yeah. really like doesn't really like treat me like a human being, like to be honest. You're you know a product. what I mean? Like I'm a product, you know, mm-hmm. for them and um has no idea what's going on in your life, you know. And you're trying to, you know, be an artist and share your your you know, share what you got and um that person just being like, No, I don't want that to come out because <laughs> that's how they feel it was so frustrating what does that do to your self-esteem dude it was it was just so frustrating it was just um oh my god it was three years it was it was about three years at that that time span and it was just like awful to to when i got dropped when i actually got dropped 
it was, I was so happy. I, I was bet. like, ju- wow. I was jubilant because I had nobody else controlling my music or what could come out or whatnot. And, and, you know, I'm it free. was, yeah, it was like, I'm free, you know? So wow. no, I, I imagine too, cause, cause you went through this time period from a young age this this i mean because it sounds like you had an incredible like self-discovery journey too after this and i imagine they kind of catapulted you into that form like discovering your spirituality and everything yeah yeah for sure i mean that was that was one of the things that i think kept me like um kept me in a good in a good way you know during during this time of just like just kind of madness and not knowing what is going to happen at any point, having no kind of solid ground to stand on. Um, that was the thing that, yeah, I think definitely like held me, you know, through that time. And, you know, it's like when we suffer, like suffering is actually like such a big gift. It's such a big blessing. I mean, it sucks, but suffering is the thing that makes us look deeper at, ourselves and um and like what we the world around us and what matters to us so but you know again i was just like so young i was just still trying to be a kid too so there was a lot of different things going on to learn about suffering at that degree at such a young age that's insane i don't you know i didn't really i was like a kid you know i was a kid so i definitely had that like resilience um yeah but yeah, when I look back on it, I'm like, oh man, that was, that was tough for you, man. Like yeah. I have enough compassion to say that to my like, you know, 18 year old self. So it's like, that was, that was tough. You did, you did okay. Like good on you. Yeah. And how, so uh, how did you end up mm-hmm. traveling to India? So when all this was happening, right, this chaos of being, um, being not knowing if a record's going to come out or not and being lonely up in LA. And, um, I was driving down to this, uh, temple in Laguna beach, this, this Indian temple that, um, was told to me by one of my high school teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I was in high school, um, I had a teacher who was kind of like a, you know, sp- spiritual, not kind of, he was a spiritual aspirant and, you know, was very into meditation and yoga and have been to India. And I very much looked up to him and, um, he would kind of like, let me meditate with him in the morning. I went to like a art, a boarding school an art school. Okay. And, um, and he was the one who told me about this temple and he brought me there during my senior year. And I was, I just was very infatuated with the place, you know? And, um, when I graduated and was up in LA that summer and super lonely, they were the only people that I kind of knew, you Mm -hmm. know, down and down in Laguna beach. So I was driving down to Laguna beach, like as much as I could, you Mm -hmm. know, to hang out with them and just be with people, you know, that showed, that's especially people like that, that just showed so much love and um, were so just intriguing and cool and inspiring. Um, and so eventually I, long story short, eventually I moved down to Laguna Beach, eventually moved into that, uh, that ashram for about six years. But wow. um, 
but they were the people that I first went to India with in 2007. They, I was kind of going to the temple a little bit by that time. And, you know, we're basically friends and, um, the, the kind of, the head monk of the, that, uh, ashram said, we're going to India this January. You know, if you want to come, like you can come with us. And I was like, absolutely. So, <laughs> so that's, I went, yeah. And, uh, 2007 so i was 20 it's 20 years old what i mean i know that in a one hour conversation you're not going to be able to encapsulate this but like Mm. what what was a little bit of your experience over there as far as like your heart and Mm. your mind um well that first trip was just like so just mind just blown shattering you know like i'm from south carolina you know, a little town, you know, I had never been anywhere like that far in my life, you know, like I'd been to. And so just being that far away, like was, was wild. Like I remember just like when we landed in like New Delhi and um, like the first moment walking outside, it was like two in the morning and like, you just get hit with that. India has a very distinct smell and, um, I had never seen that many people before in my life. You know, it's just like so many people. Wow. And it was a mix of just like, kind of um, like almost like uh, I'm going to have, I'm having an anxiety attack <laughs> to, to, to like, I feel like I'm like home or something. Oh. You know? Like it was like really kind of weird, you know? So, um, but yeah, that first trip, just like, I think what it, what it kind of showed me and like taught me was like um like this is real you know mm. like the the spiritual path is real mm. it's not a make believe like thing you know and like uh being in a place that is so spiritually charged and focused you know india is just the home of so much spirituality and yoga of course and all these things. So kind of to be in that culture mm-hmm. um, and with like that, uh, uh, people like that, where that's just around you all the time. Um, it just showed me that like, this is like a real way of life. This is not something that is a hobby for me. Yeah. You know? I can imagine it's like seeing the here in the United States, like the sanitized version almost. And then you get there and you're like, Oh, this is where this comes from. Like, yeah, of course that was definitely like super far out. Um, you know, it's, you know, in the West, yeah. Yoga and spirituality has become kind of like a business, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but you know, that happens with everything and like everybody makes thing of everybody makes not everybody, but a lot of the time we make things about money and profit Mm -hmm. and um, especially something that has a lot of power. Right. Right. Yoga, yoga (laughs) yoga is something that is very powerful. So you can either use it for good or use it for your own selfish uh, gain, you know, but, um, but, you know, even, even like whatever that business, like, yoga scene at least it's something at least it's at least like that's coming through you know like and 
And that may be the perfect amount for like the people that are doing that, you know, um, and that may satisfy their, you know, desire. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's how people get, yeah. that's how people get fed and, and yeah. And start, you've got to start somewhere, right? You got to start somewhere. And I'm not, and, and I'm definitely not saying that that's like, way ahead on the path or way behind no. on the path. Like we're all on our own, you know, we are truly all, excuse me, are on our journeys. Um, and, um, you know, compare and despair. Yeah. And, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you have to really, you have to really like, it's definitely been like a, a learning thing for me. I've just like accepting my own journey and, being inspired by others, but not comparing myself to yeah. others is, it's tough. is, is tough. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to um, ask before your teacher had introduced you to, you know, the kind of the spirituality path and that yeah. ashram in S South Carolina, had you ever like yeah. been interested in or like, you know, had any kind of spirituality or Hinduism mm -hmm. or yoga or any of that? Um, good question. I mean, I didn't, um, there was definitely no Indian, nothing, okay. no, no, no yoga, no, nothing like that. I mean, no spirituality, you know, my parents are very spiritual, but like, um, you know, in their own beautiful, unique way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, I remember though, growing up, I was so into karate, Oh, because okay. karate was kind of like yoga. when I look back, I felt like it was something that was a little, the most spiritual thing I guess I could find, you know, mm -hmm. um, in, in my environment, you know, and martial arts became like, I loved kind of the discipline. I loved the, um, you know, that the aspects of energy and harnessing energy. So, that desire was there, you know? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until, um, my freshman year of high school, there was like one studio that opened up on, on the Island where I lived, a yoga studio. And, uh, a friend of mine was going and he invited me to a class. And, and I do remember that first class. I knew like, Oh man, this is, uh, this is something. You know. Isn't that like? So but that was it. But that was it. You know, that was it. And the, but then when I came to California, you know, for my boarding school, I was just I was hit. You know, because yeah. L.A. there was like yoga everywhere. Yeah. At that yes. time, it was like just like really like popping off. I felt like, um, and being up at that school, you know, having the influence of my teacher and. Um, some friends, it, it, it just started to like explode, you know? Um, so it's, a, yeah, I don't know it, how it, was, it just, yeah, it seems like it was already like, you know, bred in inside of you at, you know, because it, it's like you were almost familiar with it when you got in, in like in, when it, in, when you encountered it, you know, and then it, yeah. it brought this kind of natural flowering of, of your spirit and, and clearly your music too. Yeah, the obviously the music took on like a different flavor. Um, the deeper I got into my spirituality and um but you know, it it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a conscious choice. It was more like you said, it was just kind of this like 
I was just so spiritually like hungry or something. Yeah, man. I I completely understand. I I lived in Vegas for a long time and and, uh, I moved to LA. I was like 19 and and going to places like the Krishna temple and the self-realization center. And and it really, like you said, showed me that this wasn't like something that came from a box at the grocery store. This was a real thing that is alive and, and vibrates with energy and is. Yeah. And as a pre, you know, it's a living practice, you know, people are like dedicating their lives to this, you know, It's funny. I remember when I first, like, before I came out to California for the first time, like my uncle was like, sat me down. It was like, Oh, you know, we were at like whatever family's over and I'm about to leave or whatever. And he's like, now listen, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of crazy things out there in California, Trevor. <laughs> I swear to God, he's like, there's, there's a lot of cults, you know, there's, you know, and there's like the Hare Krishnas, you know, oh, no. and before you know it, you're going to be like, tattoos and like living in an ashram so you just got to be careful and sure enough like i'm all tatted up dreads down I, like, your waist. I got the dreads i live i lived in an ashram i was like oh my god this is like did i he get caught right. by like the california like cult vibe no it's a, it was just so funny it was so so funny but there is a reason why it's so prevalent there's a reason yeah. why it kind of attracts you our daughter she moved yeah. to california when she was 18 And Mm. almost instantly her and her boyfriend at the time were going to the Krishna temple and doing the dinners in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. The Sunday. Yes. The Sunday feast. And like, and you know, bringing home the Bhagavad Gita and things like that, you know, at the airport getting stopped at the airport. (laughs) And, And what I saw it do was it, I think when you move to California with these grand dreams, you know, yeah you do have to have something to kind of anchor you down and ground you, especially sure. if you're not there with family, you know, like For sure. family, like, like your uncle, Hey, you better be careful. Like you yeah, don't have yeah. that when you go back to your apartment, you know, For sure. so For sure. you need some type of spirituality. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying this is good, but like, that's why people fall into cults. Cause it's kind of something mm-hmm. that, other people are like, no, we got you. Or it's, it's some kind right. of a family away from or family. You're, yeah. You're somebody, you know, you're lonely, you're seeking community. Yes. You know, I was very lucky to, to have fallen into a healthy group yes. of folks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it was just, it's, it's wild. Life is a, is a trippy journey, man. This is uh, so trippy. Yeah. So how well, has, then, yeah, go ahead. Well, as I say, well, then this journey you're getting to the probably went to India for the first time and then you yeah. obviously went back because then you yeah. met the love of your life there. I was curious yes, about I that. I did. Well, I, after that first trip in India, like I just, all I wanted to do was be back there. Oh, um, wow. And it created another kind of like, um, almost like sadness you know because i found this place where i was just on fire you know and um i just found myself always thinking of like i can't wait to be back or i'm like planning my next trip and um so i started i i started you know kind of falling into this rhythm of you know touring my ass off all year at that time you know i was just like in the van trailer like 
playing so many shows that you're just living on the road, no sleep, like just touring like crazy to when the winter showed up, you know, around December, January, I'd go to India and I'd be there for anywhere from a month to like, you know, three months, you know, and, um, and I, you know, I tur- at that time, you know, I turned my phone off and I just was like, really like disappear, you know? Wow. Um, and um, eventually I was, so in 2012, um, I was uh, uh, staying at our ashram there. Um, and our Guruji there takes care of a lot of young, like uh, children who have been orphaned or um, are just tough. And their parents send them to kind of the Guru Kool to like learn, you know, like, you know, good skills and stuff. Or there's some families that just want their children to have a traditional like Vedic um, schooling, mm-hmm. Indian of yoga and philosophy and meditation. So they, so our Guruji takes care of all these kids. And over the years, we've supported these kids from our shows and um, paid for their education and clothes and food and um, able to build a girl's ashram uh, next to the boy's ashram. And it's just been this beautiful kind of thing we've been involved with. And, uh, my wife's uh, family was like very helpful and generous in supporting uh, the kids. And over the years, we I became kind of friends with my wife's mom because, you know, here's where you can send money. And I would send her updates and like we became close. And then she's like, oh, you know, my daughter's like <laughs> going to India. Maybe she can come and see the 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 ashram and i said i was like yeah of course she can come and in my head i'm like there's no way she's gonna come because like <laughs> it's like totally off the beaten path like not not really on like the tourist destinations i guess that you go in india and the ashram's like really rough and raw and just you know india and like <sighs> you know india is so huge she's gonna be you know for all the things to come together i was like just being polite kind of yeah, yeah you know <laughs> And then sure enough, we're, you know, I'm there and I get an email from her daughter and she's like, I'm in India. And, um, she was like a, she was very close. She was only like a three hour bus ride. And long story short, yeah, she came and, um, I showed her around, but wasn't really thinking anything at that point. You know, I was kind of very set on like being solo, you know, and, um, and then it wasn't until we got back where we started to connect, and then, um, and then we fl- then we went back a year later, and that and I proposed at the uh, at the ashram in front oh, of wow. our Guruji. So. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow! <laughs> so, wow. so yeah, it's good. India's given me yeah my my so much of my spiritual life and also my um you know whatever domestic life i yeah. don't know it's good your it's householder me, life my householder <laughs> life it's given me everything you know and and you really do love your in-laws <laughs> I, and I do love my in-laws no i'm i'm super blessed with my in-laws super blessed wow wow and that's i mean we haven't even gotten to your current album yeah. yet but like it's fine i'm just cruising <laughs> right this is on fun, man i just think it's so 
interesting and and really quite beautiful how spirituality a lot of times people will separate it like you either you either go the spiritual path or you go the other way and in your case you went the other way first went down the spiritual path and that ended up birthing everything else for for you yeah like what a blessing like that is something to be super proud of and and grateful for and i'm sure you you. are i just oh no that means a lot because that's all that's been like you know sometimes like a struggle you know uh because because of that because of that um kind of conversation where we you know we think that oh you either go this way or you Mm go you know that way um and um you know for me it's just it 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 hasn't it's always been both you know kind of going together and um i i'm a very black and white person like my my like my mind gets stuck in like very kind of like black and white um it's only like if you know like in music it's it's kind of gray or or you know these types of things so I tend to put things apart and it's been um a practice for me to sit in in the middle which is goes into like my current project the great in between um it is about being in the in between you know because all of us think all of us think in such in in such black and white ways to be honest right we Mm -hmm. have day we have night we have the sun we have the moon you know we have morning we have evening we have hot and cold we have pleasure we have pain we everything is in is in twos yeah right you know and we're constantly swinging like from one pole to the other pole you know um and it's it's you know exhausting yeah. <laughs> yes. it's thank exhausting, you yes it is you know? <laughs> you know and um you know the that space of the in-between is something that i kind of see as it's neither of those things at the same time it is both of those things you know and i've been trying to like explore that space what does that mean you know what does that mean um in my life or in you know just my view of things or how i kind of handle myself you know if i'm sitting in that space of the great in between it seems as though i'm not so much affected by these these swings you know if i don't if i if if i'm not so black and white you know if i can step back a little bit you know um what do you feel? You know, um, um, I believe that that like that space in between is really like a, a beautiful divine space. Yep. You know, that's where compassion uh, and and loving kindness come from. Is it, that it space. is that just observer that yeah. that that beautiful witness that is unchanging and just um, just always there. You know. Um, <laughs> So, and that's what this whole next, like, you know, my, my next record is kind of, um, exploring, I guess, is, is exploring that. Has that it, kind of space. has it, um, 
your process has it changed now that you are at the helm of what you're doing? Like this is all you self-produced. Uh, did, did it make it more difficult for you that there was total freedom? Hello everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the corner of gray street podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways that, did, you know, um, I, I just, at this point in my kind of artistic, like career, like I've always worked with a producer on every record, mm-hmm. you know, and I've just kind of recorded humbly, like my demos, like at home, you know, I never considered myself like a good engineer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as time's gone on, as the years have gone on, you know, I found, oh, I, 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 I can do this on this part on my own and this part on my own. And, um, and then I knew at this phase, like there's so many other producers that I want to work with, you know, like, but I knew at this point, it was very important for me to do this on my own as much as I could, because um, I was, I think I was starting to look at a producer um, in a way of like, validate for validation oh shit you know and somebody trying to like you know um finish it for me type of thing Mm. um and then like say that it's cool and then i'm like okay yeah this is cool right (laughs) 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 so um so i knew that like i needed to be with myself and rely on myself that was necessary at this point for my growth you know Mm -hmm. um but it did make it so challenging because I didn't have some, you know, somebody to kind of bounce it off of and be like, yo, is this whack or, yeah. you know, or when I'm done, how do you know when you're done? Yeah. How do, oh my God. So, you know, that I was like, I, my wife always jokes. She's like, you know, she laughs at every time I come into the house. She's like, babe, I think I finished. I think I've finished the record. <laughs> you know, I think I've, I think I've said that like three or four times, you know? So she's get this this record has definitely given me a ride definitely given me a ride it sounds awesome that you decided to work with yourself as a producer because I think you know maybe every artist um, feels this way but you go along your journey and say maybe now you're an artist for five years or ten years or whatever sometimes you still feel like you're that ten years ago artist And you forget that you've earned all this experience. So before you did need producers because you literally didn't know how to do it. But then you've done all these albums, you've toured, you've, you know, had life. And then Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, shit, I I am a producer. Like somebody Mm. could literally hire you as a producer because you know what to do. And sometimes we, you know, in relation to ourselves, we don't necessarily see it that way. You know? Yeah. 
and I think I needed this project to like help me help me kind of see all that see all the years see all this let's just see where you're at yeah you know? and even if you're like you know uh even if it's like wrong I don't really think there's any like right and wrong in music but even if you like think it's wrong like it's still necessary to 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 go through the process you know mm-hmm. um to put it out and just be like I don't know if this is right or wrong but this is where I was at and you know take it or leave it (laughs) to be in that space to be in that space i think is one of the highest places to be as a as an artist Uh, even as a person yep you know where you're like i don't know if this is you know right but my intention is good and this is just how i see it and not worrying about what um people are gonna say or oh i wonder if they're gonna like this or not or you know which which was which was part of i which was why one of the reasons why i wanted to do this on my own because i wanted to try to work through that Mm. for my own self because i definitely go through that all the time (laughs) of like you know oh my god is is this as cool as this or oh you know you know (laughs) i have i have have all those thoughts you know obviously so it was uh for all those reasons um, I'm very grateful that yeah I was able to just have the space and time to to do it on my own. Are are you yeah. proud of yourself? I am very proud of myself. Good, man. Right and on. it feels and it feels really good to like just say that, you know. And I didn't really feel that until like cuz now we're at the you know, we're at the phase where everything at least I think everything I, I think is mixed and mastered. <laughs> yeah. So seeing it in its full body now, you know, I'm like, wow, bro, like you did that, you know, Um, it feels good. It feels good. I got to say, because we, it is a beautiful piece of work because we got a sneak preview. Yeah, you know, to listen to the whole thing, I, yeah. I felt kind of like it. Like I, I got the like the answers to the test before the test comes out in September, yeah. <laughs> and, and it just personally thank you for me. I'm going through a period in my life. I I'm 54 and I'm rediscovering who I am again. And when I, I quit a job that I'd worked for five years and was tired mm-hmm. of, I had to have a surgery, which was like a mm-hmm. month recovery, mm-hmm. and um. I mean, my, my, my compass, my foundation right now is these two sitting next to me, this Mm. podcast that we do, um, and kind of like figuring things out and the album really speaks to me. I, I got to listen to it again and again. Uh, so, so whatever really stands out to me. Oh yeah. Um, it it did beautiful work is all I wanted to say. And on top of that your speaking voice is as calming yep. and engaging as your singing <laughs> voice. Just no question there. I just wanted to tell you how I felt about it. I, I'm glad it sounds good, but <laughs> yeah. no, but thanks for sharing. I think that's amazing that, you know, I think most people at like, you know, perhaps at that age at 54 or, or wherever, are probably scared to take the step to like, you know, look at your life and, and kind of find yourself again. And, you know, yes, sometimes it's, it's more true. comfortable to stay like, you know, in the sludge, you know, of it all and just kind of 
fall asleep in the snow as they yeah. say but we don't, wow. we don't want to we don't want to do that you know we want to yeah, uh, be awake you know so good that's really inspiring well Thank it, you. there's a great there's a great power in too i know it's in the lyrics of one year so where it talks you know admitting that you don't know anything yeah you know when you yeah. try to act like you got it together and stuff me and aaron yeah. have talked about it that was a really relieving thing earlier yeah. in our lives when our dads kind of let up both of us our dads leslie is like son i don't know shit you know yeah. life is a struggle and you're constantly figuring it out and yeah. you know to learn that when you think that your elders got it all together and you're just flailing yeah. means a lot too uh, dude, yeah I, yeah I'll tell you something too man like that the whole like i don't know thing mm. is, is really freeing i i recently started doing meditation with a teacher once a week and like you know, one of the first questions that came up was like, who are you inside that space? Right. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. I don't know who mm-hmm. that is. I, I, it's, that's a space of not knowing. I don't need to know there. I don't need mm-hmm. to have identity in that thing. That's the opposite mm-hmm. of that. And that, that um, realization of being able to say, I don't know mm-hmm. was like this huge pressure release valve like yeah whole i can let go into this experience of being alive on the planet and i don't have to get it it's yeah. just i'm free and yeah it was that that's huge man and yeah it, that's huge that's so huge i mean it's it's like a it's like a a mantra that we uh, that for myself i just i'm so obsessed with figuring things out all the time and mm. knowing and you know that's just been such a uh thing i i just have to it's it's always though it's just to keep reminding myself keep reminding myself you know yeah uh, there's this beautiful parable that i love um uh that this one like indian saint uh shares where you know he's like you know you've come to like the the wine house to like get drunk you know like you've come to this like tavern to get drunk, you know, you only need one bottle of wine to get drunk, right? You don't need to know about how many bottles they have on the wall and like how many are in the storeroom and where they came from and how they were made and this, no, no, no. You just need to drink one bottle, just drink it. Right. Yeah. Or, or he says again, like you've came to like the orange grove to taste the sweetness of the oranges. You don't need to, know how many trees are in the grove <laughs> or or how many leaves are on the trees you know you need to go for the essence you, you need wow. to go for wow. the essence right you need to you need to cut off cut off the head and the tail you know and go for the essence you know and i think um i think that's sometimes one of the reasons why i i think i am more introverted mm-hmm. because it's harder for me to like when there's a lot of things around me or a lot of external, you know, um, it, it, I, it, it makes its way into me easier Mm -hmm. maybe than it does for other people, you know? And, um, and I feel like, you know, when all this, that that's happening, um, I, I'm trying to figure so many things out or, you know, and so, so getting in, your own energy is a way i think of like tasting the orange oh, and yeah. not trying not trying to like count everything like this, so. i wanted to ask um i mean it's a 
little detour from what we were just talking about, but I think it's relevant. How has being a parent um, added to the soup of everything? Because not only... <laughs> to put it lightly. Right? Because, well, Aaron and I are, are, are parents and we're also yeah. grandparents and... Yeah. That added, it don't stop either. It, man. it, it doesn't yeah. stop, yeah. but like as a, you're you're producing your own album, your son ends yeah. up on the album. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. have an entire song, and so like, how did that kind of like you know mesh and marry into what you uh, are and who you are now? I, oh Lord, I mean, I'm still basically up until now. I'll say. I think like before <laughs> becoming a parent, like. I kind of like thought I didn't really know what was going on, you know, and now that I'm a parent, I have absolutely no fucking idea what is going on. <laughs> like, it is just like, I mean, it is moment to moment. Welcome. Brother. And, I and I think that is the most um, beautiful and challenging mm -hmm. um, part of it is like, you know, the song on the record that I, you know, Hello, My Son, the song that's on the album that I wrote for him is like the first line is like, I'm in the here and now, and I don't even know how, right? It's like, I didn't do any like meditation prep. Well, you know, I'm not trying to like mindful breathe right now or like, <laughs> it's just like this, I am forced, I'm literally forced to be here in this moment, yep. right? And I can either rebel by wishing oh i wish i had time for myself oh i can't go do this thing that i used to do or right now or like you know i wish i had more sleep um i wish i wasn't you know i wish i was exercising more but i don't have time, you know all those things or i can just be here yeah and really really be present in this moment from moment to moment and and i think that um not allowing me to spin out in my mind about you know all the things that i spin out in my mind about because i i have to constantly yeah. be here in this moment has been like just like so powerful for me um and also like just seeing like how selfish you know i was before becoming a parent you know you really um you know you have you're you're again you have to give up your you know mm -hmm. so much of yourself um and think constantly of this other being's welfare mm -hmm. you know over your own you know um kind of seeing that and 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 um you know seeing my you know previous self thinking like oh i don't think i'm a self you know that's selfish <laughs> but, uh, those, all those memories things. cut too right yeah. <laughs> yeah and then i think the big the other like probably the biggest thing that along with the that kind of radical like presence um has been like uh the meditation on like death and like impermanence mm -hmm. i i didn't um I thought, you know, I like thought about that stuff before, like being on a, you know, spiritual path, I guess, you know, you tend to contemplate like the impermanence of things. Right. But it, it wasn't until 
Kailash was born that it was like all I could think about was like death. And I don't mean that in like a dark, like morbid way. Like it was just like, I just saw, I just really, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like it, it just brings saw into focus the, the, the cycle. line. Yeah. yeah. It brings into focus the cycle. And, um, that's just been like really a lot, you know, dude, wait till um, you have a grandkid someday. You want to yeah, talk about the dude, cycle coming into focus? Well, forget about the grandkids, you know, your, your child moving out of your home that mm-hmm. like truly becoming an empty nest. So you were an empty nest before your son. So like you said, you, you yeah. didn't even, you really couldn't even know that you were selfish or not because you had nothing to like grade it against. There was yeah. no, you were just being your normal Trevor self. You had no yeah. idea, but then this baby comes in and then this baby turns into a man. Yeah. And this man is like, Hey dad, I'm moving <laughs> yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. And, yeah. And they have, they look like you. They smell like you. They talk like you. They have all these ideas that like are original, but you showed it to them. You know what I mean? And it just, it becomes such a trip in your head to see a miniature you walking Mm. out into life and doing their own thing. And it is devastating and And beautiful. And the most beautiful thing ever. And like, but that is, that is the great in between. between. And that's what I was, that's where I was going with that Trevor. That's I was about to say that your baby probably prompted this great in between kind of like space, because that is exactly what it's like. So unknown. And it's so, Mm -hmm. um, it's like the only your next step is illuminated. Nothing else. Yeah, Yeah, man. I'll tell you something too, man. I mean, this may be something that you already know, but, kind of early on i i realized with my son and my daughter like they only get to do this i only get to do this with them once mm. they're only going to be little one time that's yeah. it and i i have to just like do my best the for them because mm. they get one shot at this thing we get yeah. one shot together to do this and like th- i'm not n- not in any kind of like a performance pressure kind of a way but just like Mm -hmm. knowing like you said from moment to moment that i'm making the best choice for us because we get to do this one time together and i want it to be fucking dope yeah you guys for sure all of that yeah i mean it's it that and that that is that that's that's where i think the best like thing that i can do is is be as present as i can Mm -hmm. you know like you said because to appreciate this moment, you know, this moment of when, even though it's hard, like, you know, mm. God, you know, carrying you, I know I won't be able to like carry you something as simple as that or, right. or feeding you or, you know, looking at the, the butterflies with you, you know, like even this morning we, we went to this thing. My son is obsessed with cars and trucks and like like no like beyond the beyond like (laughs) like crazy there was a thing over here uh, in the town over called touch a truck oh no and 
it was amazing. They took over the parking lot at like the rec center. They had fire engines, ambulances, police cars. Oh, he lost his John Deere tractors. And there were families everywhere. And you could go up and touch the trucks and like sit in the trucks. I'm like, oh my God. He was like having a ball. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> he must Got be like two or is he like two or three or he's something. Two, he's uh, he's like two and three months. Obviously, yeah. like that. Our son, yeah. he's he was gonna be um, construction. Uh, no, an an instruction um construction work, worker. worker, which oh was a God. construction worker. Oh my and God. we would have these huge um in Vegas. We would have these like obscenely huge conventions, and they would have uh-huh. like. The, those John Deere tractors, like hundreds of yeah. them, because they're like all new and driving d- down there, you could swear there was like the celebrity from. He would be like out, plastered it, to the window. Yeah, like yeah. so excited. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be, well, it'll just be dead quiet, you know, and he'll be like in the other, he'll be like in the TV room, you know, we'll be in like the kitchen cooking something, you know. And he's watching whatever, you know, Paw Patrol or something. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's just like top of his lungs. Da-da, 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 da-da. And you're like, oh, my God, what and you're like, run. And you're like, what? What is it? And he's like, big drop. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Everything is good. But hey, you oh, know what, man? we got a lot to learn from that because yeah. I want to be that excited about whatever. Stuff. Exactly. 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 Okay, so Trevor, what song are you that excited about off your new album? What's the big truck? (laughs) Man, that is that's a good question. Um, No, it's (laughs) I I understand that that's a a challenging question because your album is like one piece. You don't really separate them, and it's a lot of songs. This one, Um, um. you know, the first track I like really, really uh, think about a lot. And I, I just love it's called Don't Want to Be a Machine. And mm-hmm. I love how it I love how it came together. And um, I really love just how it kind of. You know, I always like the first song to kind of like set the tone yeah. for the for, yeah, for the for, for the sure. record. Obviously, you know, I think I think I think most artists would agree, but I think like this one really does that for me. It definitely kind of states like, okay, you know, what are we doing here? Plant your flag. This, this this journey we're about to embark on. You know, like what what are we? What's what's our what's the purpose? So. um you know, like the first, the first lines of the record, it's, what is it? It's got to lay it out, you know, got to put it all down, um, who you were then and who you are now, you know, because I think a lot of that was about, um, you know, becoming a parent, you know, there's, there's a death that happens to absolutely your, your old life, you know, and then there's also this, rebirth that's happening at the same time and it's really painful and beautiful and again the great in between but i think those those for this coming out with those lines it's like that's what the whole record deals with in some degree right you know? on. so i would say don't you know that's one i really go to a lot um 
And I really love having an experience, even though my wife doesn't really like that. <laughs> and she's going to kill me for saying that on, on you know, but no, I joke about it with her, but that's those, those two are, uh, those two are ones that having an experience I like because um, I felt like I really stretched out creatively on that oh, yeah, and just did something that was like really, really um, out of my, um, not out of my comfort zone because it was so fun to do. And it was, but it was just like, I was really stretching to like, see how far I could take things in that song so that's that's why i like that one right on man yeah. I, it, it, um has any of the songs been released at all are you gonna release uh, anything d- uh, uh um all of my lessons has been released uh-huh. and hello my son has been released okay cool and yeah and we have we'll have another single uh we'll have about We'll have about three more songs come out before the record comes out in September. Awesome. So we kind of, we kind of, you know, tease them along the way, just kind of start to build that, that momentum and story and then, yeah, get everybody hyped for it. And we're hoping to see you at Cascade Festival in September. Oh, in September. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Oh my God. You you guys got to let, um, you know, let Thomas and Marina know so we can, we can, you know, give each other a, a hug. Yeah, we, we for would sure. Love that, man. If, it, if it, if it, if it uh, works, if it works out with, for y'all. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's going to happen. We we're, cool. we're working on it. Yeah. Um, Anytime. I mean, you know, if we're ever in your area, just holler. Yeah, and yeah. and same, man. If you end up coming through Portland anytime, you got a place to stay. You don't got to stay in a hotel Thank or sleep yeah, on the man. floor, dude. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> where can where can everybody go to uh, find out more? Um, we are on uh, our Instagram is Trevor Hall Music. Um, that's one of the main, probably main ways we you know okay. we get get our stuff out there. Okay. Twitter's the same, Trevor Hall Music, and then TrevorHallMusic.com is you know all of our tour dates and um info and and all that stuff. and cool but, merch yeah. I, I was and, checking out your yeah, merch today get, that yeah. merch. get the merch, get the get merch. That, look we're always swag. promoting people's merch we know it's all about the merch i'm a self-proclaimed i'm a self-proclaimed merch whore i say it on there here all go. the time i'll, right, well, I'll knock gonna, people out of the way trying you, to get the okay merch we're hooking you up when when at cascade <laughs> so trevor thank you for such a rad conversation yeah, man you, like, yeah, this was fun, man. really hey, appreciate getting so to much. know you and like we listened to your music all morning and prep Aww. and like just made the house feel elevated and like fresh <laughs> you know like it, it felt like we opened all the windows and swept that's yeah. what Aww. that's what it, your music made the house feel like so i just want to thank you for no, what you're thanks. doing man and yeah i mean i i didn't know what like i said this is the first one in a long time you know so i didn't really know what to expect but thanks for just being so real and making me feel so comfortable. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I just want to say one last thank you. Cause your music really did like, like picking a favorite song and stuff just this morning, listening to some of your older stuff. Sagittarius really hit me. The, the uh, cause I, yeah. cause I'm learning to walk. I'm still early. We yeah. all are so learning to yeah. walk in our own fire. Yeah. That, that like lyric is like, yeah, that one really <laughs> get that's I'm, I'm glad that you said that one. That's definitely one that, that is uh no matter how many times I play it, you know, it's always like 
feels such good. a such a relevant lesson for me. Yes, and plus, Sagittarians are just the coolest people on the planet. Oh so gosh, <laughs> yeah, baby, <laughs> yeah, baby. We're the hey, we're the Sagittarius. You know, yeah, the sad, full sass. <laughs> All right, brother. Love you, man. You take yeah. care. Yeah. Of love you guys. Thank you so Talk much. Thank you. Lots of love. Take Sweet. care. <laughs> Emily, I love you. You never, Emily never, you never it, ever disappoint. No, and, and she always sends this stuff. It, it, it's that, it's heartfelt, and, and and it hit, and it's in a moment when it's needed. It yep. like suits things, like especially like what I said right now with me kind of figuring out who I am again at fifty four. And that's cool. I mean, his music that's cool is to hear, deep. Apple. Yeah, it is. It's and really so that's well. You guys have seen it. That's what I'm working on. Well, well seeing we, it and hearing it are two different yes. things. Okay, thank you, yeah. Aaron. thank you for saying that because you know, look. Same thing with Aaron and me, like I can see Aaron going through stuff, but if he doesn't reach out and say what's up, it's only my own head that deduces what's going on. Exactly. But like when he's like, no man, I've been depressed and I feel like shit. And that's why I've been talking about it. Like that opens up the conversation and it allows the dialogue that happens that helps to heal that or give you more insight or in like, you know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. Well, like with us, all we we talk so much, like on here and everything. Sometimes you forget you don't say the important things like that too. I mean, you guys are like my this show and and which is basically what we do together in life is my foundation. It, it's my solid. I've it's never my heard rock. you say that before. No, I've never heard you say that. That's fucking cool to yeah, hear. It's dope. It, it, it's what I have right now, and it, and it's great. Like the people, I had a great conversation with my dad this morning. Who can? He's a dad, so he his jobs even at fifty four for you to get serious. still to be hard on me sometimes, but then also to be like, oh Gentle. son, and, and we had a great conversation because I'm struggling right now trying to find a job, which I mean none of us want to do really, but. But things will work out. And that's what he reassured me this morning. And that's kind of what this, what Trevor and his journey and everything like, it, it's like everything's going to be okay. Everything, everything is okay. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and his son, the, 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 so whatever on there that mm-hmm. I think he's singing with his wife, Emery. Uh, I'm not sure if it's her on it cause it doesn't give credits, but it's kind of one of those things like, like people are giving you shit. So I'm, I'm amazing human being. So whatever kind of, I think sometimes when people say it's going to be okay, the part that it is, it is okay. But what the part that's being referred to in that is our thought about it. Like we're the, nothing's wrong. I'm going to feel okay about the way things are. Yes. Like you're not on the street. You're not like, there's nothing, there's no real antagonist against you, but it's your head and how you feel about yourself and how you feel about how things are going. That's going to be okay. And it's not necessarily okay right this moment, but it's, that's what's going to be coming up. Yeah. And, and also not for nothing. And I know you already know this, but like, because of the situation that we all live in, since we all live here together in the same house, like nothing's going to happen to you, dude. Like if you didn't get a job for six months and couldn't pay your rent, nothing's going to happen to you. I'm not, we're not going to, you know what I mean? <laughs> get, get the fuck out. Get out Apple. We got another, we got another person. <laughs> We Rice got this, is moving in. We got this dude grape that's coming to yeah. take your place, Orange and he can just, pay his bills. Exactly. So <laughs> meatloaf, dude. You really yeah, like, you, you. Thank you, brother. Yeah, take. So don't put pressure on yourself. 
And and that's what I'm learning not to do right now. This week was really tough. Well, the energy uh, needs to be shifted to something positive, not the keeping yourself down about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the energy needs to be like, okay, I'm fucking fired up. I'm going to go out and get a job today. Not like, well, no one's called me back. Like, so the energy is being shifted differently. One's like, okay, that nervous energy is being balled up and it's going to go to the fight instead of balled up and going into my demise. Well, yeah. And <clears throat> look at like, Trevor, the story is so, I mean, we just scratched the surface with him. I know. I, oh, wish, yeah. it, I wish we could have been and, longer. And, and he's he's got to be a repeat guest. Yeah. Think about how crushing that is. Oh, to I know. get signed. Then you realize that you're in a meat grinder and that you're a product and nobody cares about you. And there's all these phony fucking people around. But you. also you make the best thing that you think of that you could in your 16, and 17 like, year old this life. This isn't good. I want a different something. I, I, we're that putting you that do. over here. Nope. Do another one. And uh, make what? a child. They a child at that age, basically doubt your entire existence. Yeah, and, like, and what? I guarantee, guarantee it. His entire identity was wrapped up in what he was doing. Yeah. And to have people shit on it, and then to lose it. And that, that's the one thing I, none of us said, but it's impl- it, it was like, congratulations on making it through that Being because dope so many people that were faced with what he went through there would have it turned to them. drugs, alcohol, or, to or just being like, you know what? Fuck the music industry. We've heard those stories, you know, yep. where it's like, I'm just done. I'm going to go work at, you know, wherever, not yeah. this. It, that's it, a very street. I think it, it deserves repeating. Like that's a very strong story that he shared about his life. Like that's not an easy thing to do to be kind of like berated and belittled as far as your ideas and your talents, then to come back and self produce as a parent and 20 years later, something that, that just, it just resiliency in humanity is one of its best traits yeah apple and it really and then right. that speaks to you too yep. apple and all the shit that's happening right now is all for the good man it, whatever oh yeah whatever comes I, out I of this feel that i told mel yesterday i was like you know what's going to end up happening is the perfect thing is going to end up dropping for him and and it will you remember and, and apple? that's why i'm being pa- patient i, I, I there, there's a balance there's not a balance the most important thing is us and this what whatever comes will be something that fits with that and, mm. and you know what i mean like yeah, totally yeah. like promotes who i am yes. like that like i told him i'm glad I, I mentioned that at the end i wanted to say that at the beginning but that the that song sagittarius from one of his other albums the the lyrics in it fuck i was reading a lot of his lyrics this morning and listening and that one like i'm still i'm learning to walk in my own fire and the other lyrics that are in that song is just amazing and it hit me like like with him, I'm I've got tears of like joy and happiness built up but in me. I, I think too that we, um, not we, but you shouldn't forget that you totally tore down your entire life that you had built up until this beginning six of the year. And six years and change, like literally, but even more, even mo- the you know you were dealing with your hemorrhoids for like ten years almost. We've been here for seven years almost. That entire apple is like gone. Like, of course he's here. I know that. But like you didn't 
to rebuild something takes time is my point to yeah. rebuild to, so you can like literally cherry pick and like, no, nah, that didn't fucking work for me. I can't be drinking anymore, but actually I can do this. And you know what? Those fucking clothes, they weren't me, but you know what? This is like, you literally get to reestablish and rebuild yourself in the best kind of a way. Yeah. And you can change too. Like you don't have to like, okay, this is it once and for all. I picked this outfit and that's the end of it. Like, no, like you get to be truly what you want to be. Yeah. And keep changing and Mm -hmm. not be like, this is who I am. Like yesterday was a big step, which I realized uh, last night. Not be able to go to sleep. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. Which was actually talk about it. No, no, I'm not going to be able to like, like, taking a bad situation and making good of it. I realized last night what I did yesterday, my little field trip getting out of here, I went and I visited my old self. Ooh. I needed to do that. It's been four months since wow. I left where I was at for wow. five years, like one tenth of my life, you know, a little short of it was spent there. And I love that. And I realized I love those people, but that, that, but now, now I'm different. Now I look at it. I was received differently. I felt differently when I walked in and when I left, and it was it was like it was like oh shit i i didn't know what i was doing it's like to going back and making sure that you should have broken up with your ex yeah yeah instead of sending like late night texts or something yeah. like like you know what i need I to go you. visit real quick and, and 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 it was good and it was very good wow um, oh, man but you know, yeah, no. you know what everybody i know you're all dying to know i'm no, just I'm gonna, no 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 okay never mind you're the only one dying to tell. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Trevor Hall, for being on the show. I mean, it was an incredible, incredible conversation, and I think that we'll be yeah we'll be elevated for for the rest of the weekend. It was, it was so good to have you on, and I think we already all I can speak for all three of us. We want to have return visits. Oh from yeah. You. And sure. we're so grateful that we were your first one out the gate, and we hope that all of them fail in comparison. Pale. <laughs> pale. Not fail. Not fail. But they're pale. awesome. But the, no, they'll, they'll, they'll be know. great. They won't fail, but but pale. Yeah. Um, hey, everybody, uh, you know what? We'll be back on Monday. And so you don't have to be sad. You can hang don't out with sad. us again. It's going to be fun. We'll be Monday back. episode of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind produced in collaboration with the Edible Beats Rewind. out of Denver, Colorado. Um, and, you know. I wonder if Trevor knew about the Edible Beats. We didn't know. I'm sure. I he has to know living living up there and being in that music and scene that vegetable yeah. forward stuff like my man knows what's up with good food for sure uh, <laughs> so until then what i'd like all of you to do is smile at a stranger safety third hydrate take care of each other listen to trevor hall yeah and listen to trevor hall. absolutely get your weekend started right we love you peace
dwellers of fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today, such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday.